The following shear has been presented by Rav Moshe Zev Granik, member of the Beis Havad Dayanus Koilel, and has been brought to you by the Beis Havad Halacha Center. Tafmentes. Mishnah Nazir Tafmentes mit Beis says Al Eilu Tumois Hanazir Migalech. Following Tumois are the Tumois that if a Nazir comes into contact and becomes Tomei, a Nazir will have to be Migalech, will be Mevatel Naziris, and will have to start all over again. The Mishnah says, has a whole list. The Mishnah begins the list, Al-Hames, Al-Kizais, and Hames. The first two items on the list of the Mishnah is the Mace, which is a complete corpse, a body, Al-Kizais, and Hames, and a Kizais of Bosser, of flesh from the dead person. There's a Gemara. On this line, the Mishnah says, brings a whole story, Acher Petirosh, or Rameir, after Rameir was Nifter, Amalan Rabbi Talmidov, Rabbi Huda told his Talmidim, that he doesn't want the Talmidim of Rameir to come learn by him because they, uh, they bother him, they start up, they're not interested in learning Torah the way they're supposed to be learning. And the Gemara says that Sumchus, which was a Talmud of Rameir, he, he pushed his way in and he said that Rameir had a Mishnah, our Mishnah said that a Nazar's Migaleach on a mace and Kezais and a mace. To which Rabbi Yehuda got upset at him and said, This is exactly what I was talking about. That the, the Talmidim of Rameh are not interested in learning, they're just trying to start off with me. Because the halacha is, this is why on earth would the Mishnah have to tell you that you're Migaleach for a mace, that a Nazir become Nazir Soysir's Nazirus just because he touches a, a complete mace. Every time you touch a complete mace, you're obviously also coming to contact with a Kezaisen mace. So why on earth would the Mishnah have to say a mace? If the Mishnah already told me, once the Mishnah says the next case of Kizayis and Hamais, so the case of Al Hamais, of a complete Mace, is redundant. And therefore there's no reason for to mention it. And Rabbi Yehuda says that according to his opinion, the Mishnah should not say Al Hamais, and the Mishnah should begin with Kizayis and Hamais. That's the Gemara's question. The Gemara suggests a bunch of different answers. First, the Gemara brings of Yaisi, and the Gemara says that uh, it's possible to have a Mace where all the Bosar, all the flesh of the Mace, was removed. In such a case, then uh, it will be metame, not because of Kezayis and Hamais. And later on the Gemara gives a different answer. The Gemara says we're talking about a nafel. We're talking about that it was a fetus that, uh, that died. And the fetus obviously was incomplete. So therefore didn't have a uh, complete gidin. It didn't have a Kezayis of Basar. So the entire mace, the mace shalim, is not, does not contain a Kezayis and Hamais. So therefore, the Chiddush is that even in such a halacha where I have a nafel, I have a fetus, an unborn fetus, which is, which is not going to live, the halacha is that it is still mitam. That's we, that is the, the Gemara that over here this, that, that discusses this halacha. The Achroinim, specifically in the, uh, the Chiddushim of, of the Briskarov, they don't understand exactly what was the Gemara's question. The Rizkarov asks that the Mishnah over here says that a Nazir is Migaleach for a complete mace and a Kezayis in a mace. But why is the Gemara bothered with why the Mishnah should mention such a thing? Says the Rizkarov, there are many differences in Halacha between a mace that's Shalim, that's whole, and a mace that's only a Kezayis in a mace. If I only have a piece of a Kezayis in a mace. And there's actually, it's a, considered a different Halacha. The Rizkarov learns that if some, the tumma that a Kizayis and a Mace has, and the tumma that a Mace Sholem has, is qualitatively a different type of tumma. So, 
Therefore, says the Biskorov, that's why the Mishnah had to mention, it's true that every mace might necessarily be considered a kezayis in a mace. But the halachas are different. If the halachas are different, so then why, did, why was the Gemara bothered with this that the, was mentioned in the Mishnah, mace and kezayis in a mace? There's a number of different uh, examples and cases where we find there are nafkiminis. There are differences between a mace, that whole mace, a mace shalom and a kezayis in a mace. The Biskorov said that someone's going to say that if somebody uh, if if somebody is uh, touching part of the mace, so it's as if he's touching one limb, one kazais, which is touching the next kazais. It, it, it's not considered that he's touching each part of the mace separately. It's considered that he's touching the entire mace all at once. If it's considered that you're touching a little piece, which is attached to another piece, the flesh which is attached to the skin, which is attached to the nails. So in such a case, we have a Gemara earlier in Daphne Bezim and Gimel that calls it Tumah B'chiburin. And we know Tumah B'chiburin, if you're a certain, uh, a, 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 a certain amount away from the mace, if somebody touches somebody else who's touching the mace, in such a case, a Nazir might not be soisin. In certain situations, like the Gemara mentions over there. So obviously, when we have a mace that's shalim, a mace that's whole, it's considered one entity. The Rishkrav doesn't mention this, but we find there are other halachis, where we find there's a difference between a, uh, a complete mace and pieces of the mace. We find the halacha is that if you have a mace in a house, not only is everything that's inside the house tameh, anything that's underneath that oil, the halacha is, is there is a doorway in that room that uh, opens up into another room, even if the door right now is closed, so you would say if the door is closed, then the tumah that's in one room will not be able to uh, enter another room, still the halacha is that it's tummy, that the other room is tummy, if there is no other exit from the room where the, where the maze is in. And this rule the Mishnah is discussed, it's called the halacha of soif tumah lotzeis, the Gemara also mentions it in the end of Masechus Beitzah, the halacha is that if the maze is in a room, and the only way out of the room is through a specific door or a specific uh, window. There's only one window, one door in that room. The halacha is, even if the window and door is closed, the tumma will be able to leave that room through the window, through that door, and proceed and spread into the next room. How big does the window have to be in order for the tumma to spread from one room to the next room, even if it's closed? The halacha is, if a person has a kizayis in a maze, then the window only needs to be one tefach, long by one tefak tall. However, if you have a mei shalim, then the halacha is, then it needs to be four tefakim by four tefakim. So we see that there are differences in halacha between a kezayis uh, and a meis and what's considered a mei shalim. And in fact, the sheet of the rivet is in Hilchus Tumas Meis, Perak Tezvov, in the beginning of the parak, the rivet holds that even when you have an open window, and, I, and we say when a window is open, then the tumma definitely spreads from one room to the other, the rivet also maintains that over there there's also a difference between a kizayis and a meis and a meis shalim. And over there we would also say there's a difference that if it's a meis shalim, the halacha is, it would need a space of four tvachim by four tvachim in order for the tumma to spread. And if I only have a kizayis, it would spread even if there is only the space of a tefach by a tefach. So basically you find there are other, other examples, but basically we see from here clearly that there's a difference between a complete mace, a mace shalling, and a kizayis min mace. However, it would seem that to, uh, in order to answer the question by the briskarov, why the Gemara is busy with it, why is the Gemara dealing with this problem, because even though it's true, that there are qualitative difference, differences between the tumma of a mace and the tumma of a kizayis and a mace. However, 
That's not the focus of the Mishnah. The Mishnah is coming to list at all the different types of things that a Nazar can touch, a Nazar can be in the same room with, or a Nazar can carry, that will make him tummy. And if we look at the bottom line, we look at the Mishnah, the Mishnah is listing a kezayis and a mace, or if I have a certain amount of bones from the mace, or if I have other things, if I have a complete aver that comes from the mace. So these are different, different things, different parts of the mace that are metamic. If that's the case, then in mentioning the mace, the mace showing or complete mace as one unit is not really necessary because the halacha will be, even if it wouldn't be considered a mace showing, but the nozzle would still have a problem because it's still a kezayis and a mace. Then the Gemara's question is not, not that the Gemara didn't understand that there's qualitatively a difference between the types of Tumah, the Tumah of Oksais and Reis, Tumah Meishon. The Gemara knew that, and the Tanon knew that. Still, what was still bothering them is the fact that the Mashmois of the Mishnah, the Mishnah would seem to imply that the case of the Mishnah of Mace is a different case than the case of Kizayis and Hamas. And the case of Mace Sholim does not include the case of Kizayis and Hamas. We find the Rishonim are bothered that aside from the Gemara's answer, the answers the Gemara gives, that the Mishnah is talking about a nafel, the Mishnah is talking about a fetus, and that's what the Mishnah means when it talks about a mace, which is not included in the category of Kizayis and Hamas, the Rash in Olois, in the beginning of the second parak asks, why did the Gemara answer we have a different case? The Gemara Nido and Daf Chavzayin Chavches discusses what's the halacha if a dead body is burned and turns into ashes. So halacha is if I have a mace shulling, a complete mace that was nisraf, that was burned, if shildei kayemis, if the shape of the mace is still there, that means it wasn't completely burned until it turned into ashes and it crumbled into small pieces. If the shape of the body is still there, and it was the entire mace that was burned together, the halacha is that that mace nisraf is still mitami, still considered tami. So the rash is, why didn't the Gemara answer that the case of the Mishnah is talking about a mace nisraf? In such a case, if somebody would only, were only to have a kezayis from this mace, he would not be tami. Because the kezayis in a mace, if I take it and burn it, it will not be tami anymore. It's considered ashes, it's not tami. However, if someone has a complete mace, so then a mace in nisraf, a shildu kayamis, will be tami. So why didn't the Gemara answer that that was the case of our Mishnah. Then the Mishnah is coming to say that a Nozir will be soicer his Naziris if he comes into contact with a Meish Nisra of a Shulda And the Rash has no answer for this question. We find another question that Taisus in Nido, on Daf Chazayin and Aleph asks. We find the interesting halach over there. When the Mishnah, the Gemara over there discusses a Shulya. A Shulya is when a, when a woman has a... Uh, when a woman has a miscarriage and the entire area, the entire sack of that contains the, all the fluids comes out in one shot and inside that it, it's assumed, inside that there is what the, uh, the fetus or where it could be the fetus was dissolved and there are, we, we assume that the, fe- the fetus is completely somehow submerged in that liquid, that's called a shoyu. The halacha is that as soon as the shoyu comes out and it's not alive obviously, the halacha is over there in Mishnah, the Gemara brings a brayta that has a machloikis tanoim, machloikis between Reb Meir and Reb Yehuda, whether this shulya will be mitame ba'oyel or not. There's a discussion over there if the shulya is mitame. So Tais over there asks that over here we have a case, another case of a mace. It's mace shalim. It's a complete mace, but obviously it's not considered bosser. It's dissolved. So I have a mace that's shalim that's not a kizayis and a mace. 
So Tysus isk, why in the Gemara we hear, we have another case that the Gemara could have answered, the Gemara could have said that we are discussing Ishuya. So Tysus over there answers in the second Teretz that Enechanami, it's true. The Gemara, that's really included in the Gemara's answer because the Gemara's answer is that we're talking about a fetus, a nafal, Shani's Kashri, Vara, beginning. So that's included in the answer of the Gemara, that, that's, that's the same case as a Shulia. I mean, it's, technically speaking, it's not, because when the Gemara answers nafal, technically the Gemara is speaking even about a nafal that's not dissolved, where the fetus is still whole. But included in that case is, Huadin, the Halacha is the case of the the shulyo where the where the where the bosser is dissolved, so it's not cons- even though it might have originally had a kezayis bosser, but it's not considered a kezayis in a way where it'll still be metame. So in such a situation, Ainichanami, that's the gemara's the, the, the gemara's case where it will be metame, and it's not included in the case of kezayis and ames. In fact, the marshova there says, well, lemaisa toisus has a good answer, but still it's a machlokes between Rameir and Rabbi Yehuda and the gemara over there. So the Marashal says, obviously Tysus is saying this answer is only true if it's only included if I hold like Rameir. Obviously if I hold like Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda over there holds that a Shulia is not Tommy. So therefore the, this Teretz this will not be a good Teretz according to Rabbi Yehuda. So in the Sefer Mayin HaChochma says that we see from this Tysus, from the, we can see a, an unbelievable chat in the Gemara. The Gemara says over here, that Rabbi Yehuda was very upset. Rabbi Yehuda was upset at Sumchus. Why was he upset at Sumchus? Because Sumchus came in and Sumchus said that he is his Rebbe, Rebbe Meir. When he learned this Mishnah, he said that the Girsa in the Mishnah was that, it's, that the, the Tumas that another is Migalech is Alameis, Alkazais and Ames. And Rabbi Yehuda got very upset at him. Rabbi Yehuda said, no, there's no such thing. There's no reason for the Mishnah to say Mace because it's including Kazais and Ames. Why is this so? Why is Rabbi Yehuda so upset? Why, why is it that Sumchus and Rabbi Yehuda and Rameir and Rabbi Yehuda really disagree whether the Mishnah here can say Mace? Says the Nayin HaChokmah, according to this Taisis, it makes perfect sense. Because Rabbi Yehuda is a Shita that holds that a Shulia is not Tomei. Even if I have a Shulia and it's a complete Mace, the Halacha is this Shulia is not Tomei. So therefore, Rabbi Yehuda cannot say the Gemara's answer that we're talking about in April Shulia's Kashri Varabhidin. Because Rabbi Yehuda would hold in such a case that it's, it's not going to be Tomei. So therefore, Rabbi Yehud himself said, you have to take out this, this word of the Mishnah. The Mishnah, is not, the Mishnah does not say, Al-Mais, Al-Kazayis and Al-Mais. If you come to me, Rabbi Yehud said, you're going to come and tell me that you have a gear for a mayor, and that Mishnah that says Al-Kazayis, you're coming to start off with me. You're coming to say uh, that the Mishnah is saying something which doesn't make any sense, because according to me, I hold that that can't be. However, Sumchus is going according to the sheet of his Rabbi, Rameir. Rameir himself holds that the Shulia is Tomei. So according to Rameir, we do have a case where the Mishnah is going to make sense and that Mishnah says that Nazar is Megaleach on a mace even though it's not included in the next case of Kizayis and Hamas.